Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Katie and Beth, PAs and doctors in medical science on a mission to help you get accepted into PA school. So if you are a pre-PA, you are in the right place. We have spent years working at PA programs and on the admissions committee at PA schools, which means we were the ones reviewing CASPA apps and deciding who to interview, interviewing and deciding who to accept. So get ready for some solid advice and mentoring to help you get into PA school. Before we get started, we want to tell you a little bit about our background and why we started this. During our years working at PA schools, we saw so many applicants that made mistakes on their CASPA apps and in their interviews that cost them a seat or an entire cycle, if not several cycles. We don't want this to be you. There is so much noise out there about how to apply to PA school, and we saw so many candidates take bad advice and because of this, missed out on starting PA school. Beth and I hated seeing this, so we started Pre-PA Clinic and this podcast. Now, between our application to acceptance course, private coaching packages, CASPA app editing, and everything in between, we get to make sure you are the most competitive, strongest candidate so you can start your dream career. The PA profession needs you and your future patients need you. So let's go and get into today's episode. So today, I want to talk a little bit about PA student burnout. So you've probably heard a lot about PA burnout, right? Working in our hospital systems, working long shifts, working long hours, pandemics. There's a lot of stress on healthcare workers, and we know professions with higher stress and anxiety have higher burnout rates. But did you know that there's actually a high burnout rate reported in actual PA students who are in school? So if you're going to start PA school soon or sometime in the near future, you really need to think about some of the strategies you are going to implement in order to help decrease your chances of feeling burnout during PA school. So PA school is year-round. So most PA schools do not give long breaks. You might have a week between semesters. You might just have a weekend, etc. So it can be really easy to get burnt out with all this information. We know a lot of grad schools actually give summers off or you only take one or two classes and do some research kind of on your own. But PA school is not like that. We have to teach you so much in so little time. Most PA schools have between 12 and 15 months of didactic education, meaning we have to teach you almost everything you need to know in order to go out in the hospitals and start your rotations in a year or a little longer. So this means we have a significant amount of material you have to learn in a short amount of time, and this can cause some burnout. So students usually typically burn out middle of the semesters when things start to get really tough, when they start to feel overwhelmed with all the courses, they feel a sense of helplessness and hopelessness, like it's never going to end, they feel a lack of motivation, and they just feel emotionally exhausted. And this is really common in PA students, so again, we want to try and avoid this as much as possible because some students get so burnt out that they're unable to even continue on the curriculum or their performance really, really decreases to the point where they're at risk of getting dismissed from the program for academic reasons. One of the things I found most exhausting was in PA school is to be in class for such a long time. An undergraduate, you can kind of spread your classes out. Maybe you're taking 15 hours and you take some in the morning. Maybe you have a lunch break and you take a lab or two in the evening, but you can really kind of fix your schedule the way you like. In PA school, it's not that way. Everybody has to be in class usually from eight to five most days of the week. And a lot of the time is in lecture, learning, your brain has to be thinking, you're critically thinking, you're really studying hard, even in the lecture as you're taking notes, etc. because you don't wanna miss anything. And this can really, really stress you. So I know for me, I only have a finite amount of time where I can really, really focus on a subject and then my brain kinda of goes a little lazy and I have to think about something else before I come back for studying. So if you're like me, then sitting in class for eight hours really trying to learn and trying to make it efficient can be very, very tough. So one of the things I used to always do is every time they gave us a break, 
for a bathroom break or a stretching break or just a break to go get water, I would always get up and I would always move around. Because for me, movement really, really helped me kind of refresh. Sometimes I would go and I would listen to a song as I walked the hallways or go outside and get some vitamin D, even if it was only for five minutes, because moving around really helped refresh me. I also made sure I took physical notes with actual pen and paper. And the reason for that is, is because if I'm writing down, trying to hear what the lecturer is saying, it actually keeps me engaged and makes the time go faster versus if I'm just sitting there, I listen to them talk and I'm taking an occasional note here or there or really not listening and thinking I'll listen to the playback. So actually being active, moving, writing, doodling, highlighting, whatever you do can really, really help you stay focused if you're like me. It just helps me stay focused it helps me continue on the lecture, stay engaged, is to do that movement, do that writing and take those notes because I really have to listen and then I have to write and it goes by much quicker. Even in PA school, you're going to have some classes that are harder than others. For example, a class having to do with pharmacology or clinical medicine might be a little harder than something like ethics where you have to think about things but you don't really have to memorize so many facts, learn how to read x-rays, etc. And so in these harder classes, sometimes students feel almost helpless. They feel like no matter what they do, no matter how much they study, they still don't do as well on the exam as they want to. And so if you have these unreasonable expectations for what you think is good enough, then that can easily lead to burnout. So my advice here is have reasonable expectations. We don't expect you to know everything. You don't have to be perfect, right? Even in PA school, you're gonna learn so much stuff, but none of us can ever learn everything. It's arrogant to think that you're never gonna not know something and have to look something up. You do need to know the minimum amount of information in order to be safe, but we know in the real world, we can actually look things up if we forget dosages, etc. So when I was studying, I would always make sure to get the big pictures first, get the big concepts first, and then worry about the details later. And then if the details showed up on the test and there was something I wasn't super familiar with, then I would just tell myself, hey, I know 80, 90% of the material, the last 10%. I didn't know and so I'm gonna get this question wrong and just have to be okay with it because we can't know everything. And I don't expect you to get hundreds or 100% on everything in PA school. There are some things that you're just gonna to have to understand and realize that you're not gonna be perfect. And for type A personalities, which a lot of pre-PAs are, this can be really, really tough because we're used to being the top of the class. We're used to being the best of the best. And then we get in a class with 50 other students who are the best of the best. And so we feel average and we feel normal. But remember, you're in PA school School, that means that you are incredibly successful. Just to get into PA school means that you are smart, you can critically think, you've done these amazing things, you've worked hard, and you deserve to be there. So sometimes just remembering that you don't have to be perfect to help you with that burnout. Another thing I realized in PA school and as I'm teaching PA students is that a lot of time burnout has to do with things outside of class as well. So we tend to focus a lot of our attention on PA school, but remember, we have lives outside of PA school too. If you have relationship problems, if you have family drama, if you're having stress like financial stress or health stress outside of PA school, that really can contribute to burnout. So again, trying to make sure that you are having healthy habits and you have healthy relationships in your social activities outside of PA school can really help you decrease the amount of burnout as well. Students who go through breakups or divorces 
or have family issues during PA school, it can be really, really hard for them to concentrate on their studies. And if you're burning out in school and you feel like you're burning out outside of school in your family or social arena, that can be even doubly as tough. So do not underestimate the importance that your social and kind of outside school life has on your school performance. If you're not sleeping well, if you're not eating well, if you don't have enough time to study, if you can't concentrate because you're worrying about other things in your life, then that can contribute to your burnout as well. So if you're a pre-PA student and plan on going to PA school anytime soon in the future, you really need to think about what can you do to mitigate your burnout? How do you refresh yourself? What are some things you can do in school and before school to prepare? And just know that every student does struggle with this to varying degrees. We don't expect you to be perfect. We do have high expectations of all of our PA students, but we weren't perfect ourselves. And even in medicine, if we don't know, we can refer, we can ask a colleague, we can look things up. So if you're a type A who always likes to be 100%, likes to be the top of the top, just remember to give yourself some grace and don't set expectations that are unrealistic for yourself in PA school. And today's episode is actually sponsored by Picmonix. So if you don't know anything about Picmonix, I will link to the website down below. It is an amazing website that is to help medical students, PA students, pharmacy students, all kinds of pre-health and allied health students succeed in their classes. They have a specific PA bank which you can subscribe to and get help with your studies. So Picmonic was actually founded by actual medical students who realized that they were learning things and they needed to have this information for long-term memory. So if you're ever like me and you took anatomy in undergrad and you forgot all of it before PA school, this kind of stuff can really help you. So they use a multi-sensory learning platform that they say is great for all types of learners. So if you're a visual learner or if you are a kinesthetic learner, it's still for you. Everything is based on memory science. They use characters, they use stories, they use pictures and cartoons. And my favorite, they even incorporate mnemonics. I still go through my mnemonic when I'm trying to figure out the cranial nerves and I go back to what I remembered in anatomy in PA school. So the research that they have on memory science, they claim that their products help increase long-term memory retention of over 300% in students and test scores increased over 50%. They have over 300,000 students who've actually used this to help. They're medical students, PA students, all sorts of students. So if you're thinking, hey, I'm not in PA school yet, well, they still have tons of things on anatomy and physiology. So if you're still taking some of those undergrad classes, Picmonic might be right for you. If you're about to start PA school or you're in PA school right now and you're struggling to learn a large volume of material, it might be easier for you to go through some of the stories and some of the cartoons than it is to read over 50 pages of PowerPoint slides. So if you're tired of death by PowerPoint, definitely check out Picmonic, who is sponsoring this episode today. We will leave the link in the show notes. 